Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 10 of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. With nine episodes behind us, I thought I would take this opportunity to say a few things about the show. I started this podcast because I love Minecraft, and even though I really don't have a lot of time to play, I wanted to do something creative to contribute to the community. Recording myself talking was the easiest way to do this, so I jumped in without a lot of thought and threw together the first episode. I had a vague idea of what direction I was going to take it, but nothing was really set in stone. I do like having flexibility and intend to retain this, but now on episode 10, I do think I know exactly what this podcast is about. One of the reasons so many people love this game, including myself, is its endlessness. Not just the fact that the actual world of Minecraft doesn't end, but also that it will always be changing and evolving as long as it exists. I believe Mojang intends on updating the game indefinitely, and even if one day they release the official last update, the community would continue modding and changing the game until there's no game left to play. Minecraft truly is the infinite game. This podcast is all about that endless, ongoing evolution of Minecraft. It is where I come up with ideas that I believe would fit in well with the game and speculate on future updates. Nothing that I say here is a real complaint about the game or a criticism of the people that make it. This podcast is simply a celebration of the what-if part of Minecraft and the incredible possibilities we could see as the development of the game unfolds. In that spirit, I'm going to explore the what-ifs of the in-dimension over the next multiple episodes. But before we dig into the possibilities an in-dimension update would present, let's explore the end as it is now. The end is, in brief, a frightening wasteland of islands floating in the dark ocean of the void. After smashing your way through a stronghold and jumping through the portal, you find yourself standing precariously on an obsidian platform, most of the time over the void. The battle with the Ender Dragon can be easy or hard depending on how well you've prepared, but either way, when the battle is done, the rest of the end dimension is open to you for exploration and a bit of plundering. The great prize of the end is in the form of a pair of wings called Elytra, which allow you to glide through the air and even fly great distances while using rockets to propel yourself. And that's about it. The end, while iconic and crucial to the progression of the game, is a very sparse dimension with great potential for expansion in an update. Comparing the end to the overworld and even the nether, it is clear just how much it is lacking in terms of content. The overworld is lush and full of life, even deep underground. The deserts in the Badlands are the only biomes that are comparable to the end. In the overworld, we have access to most of the game's content. There is iron, gold, emerald, and diamond for mining, villagers to trade with, several crops and animals to farm, and all the bad guys you could swing a smite for sword at. There are structures to discover, treasures to dig up, a variety of blocks to build with, and a great number of diverse biomes to explore. The Nether is getting a much needed overhaul, and with this update it becomes much closer to the overworld in terms of the amount of content. The Nether will have three ores to mine, gold, quartz, and ancient debris, as well as a new temperamental mob to trade with, the piglins. Perhaps the most welcome change coming to the nether are the three new biomes. We still have the classic red nether wastes, 
But if we want to rest our eyes from the endless hills of Netherrack, we have the eerie soul sand valleys, the beautiful crimson forests, and the strange blue warped forests. With these new biomes come new blocks and new resources. The addition of all of these new resources and the ability to barter with the piglins makes the Nether a place where the player could build a self-sustaining base with no help from the overworld. So far, both the overworld and the Nether have ores to mine, farmable food sources, hostile mobs and environmental dangers, dungeons to loot, and a trading or bartering system. The end, by comparison, only has a single food source, which is chorus fruit, mobs that are only hostile in certain situations, and a very sparse set of dungeons of only one type. There is no way for a player to create a sustainable base in the end without bringing items from the overworld or the nether. As for the intended function of the end, it's supposed to be the end of the game. This might not be the case in the future, but for now that is its function. However, because Minecraft is infinite and a sandbox game, there can never really be a true end. The two main features found in the end are great, even when compared to the technology found in the overworld and the nether. In the overworld, the player discovers basic redstone and enchanting. In the nether, the player gains the ability to make better redstone contraptions with quartz, use beacons, and brew potions. The end also gives the player a leap forward in technology. The elytra allow the player to soar above the clouds rather than travel on the ground, and the shulker boxes expand the player's inventory tremendously, although I do think there could be something like this much earlier in the game. You can go back and check out episode 8 for my ideas about expanding inventory. There is a lot of mystery surrounding the end, and here is my guess at the possible lore. The stronghold could have been built by a civilization trying to evade the zombie infestation. They created the portal in the portal room and activated it, not knowing where they would end up. Upon arriving in the end, they spread out and built the end cities. Some people theorize that this civilization evolved into Endermen, but I disagree, because in order to activate the portal in the stronghold, they would have needed Eyes of Ender, which means Endermen already existed. I think one possible option is that they created the Ender Dragon to defend them from any undead who would find the portal, but they were killed by the dragon themselves. After this, the dragon then stands her watch over the old portal on the central island, fed by the energy of the end crystals until the player enters the end and destroys her. The three dimensions of Minecraft have their own themes. In my opinion, the overworld is the realm of light and darkness, the eternal battle between those two forces. The nether seems to be the realm of death and magic, and in my opinion, the end is the realm of wonky physics. That's not as poetic, but there's not a lot of better ways to describe it. Nothing in the end makes sense. The end cities should not be able to stand upright. The end ships should not be able to fly. Endermen and shulkers are able to teleport, and so can you if you eat a chorus fruit. The entire dimension is made of thousands of islands floating in nothingness. It has the feeling of being fragmented and broken, as if it is made of the leftovers, the things that could not fit into the rest of the universe. It feels like a dimension between the dimensions, a place that should not exist. If there is ever an end dimension update, I really hope that this theme is expanded on. Speaking of an end update, here are some ideas that I think could be improved in the end. First, mobs need improving. Right now, there are only three mobs that naturally occur in the end. The Ender Dragon, the Enderman, and the Shulkers. Compared to the Overworld and the Nether, there is more than enough room for more mobs in the end. And not just dangerous mobs that try to kill you on sight. It doesn't really make sense for the end to be more dangerous than the Nether, the literal realm of death. I would like to see one or two passive mobs that could be farmed. It would be really cool to see what kind of animals would inhabit a place like the end. Second, biomes need improving. 
In the Bedrock Edition of Minecraft, the end is considered one single biome. However, there are five biomes in Java Minecraft. There is very little visual difference between these biomes, and they pertain more to parts of an island and what can spawn there rather than actual unique environments. I can't help but think that a world made of floating, physics-defying islands regulated to one single biome is a massive missed opportunity. Third, mining needs improving. There is no reason to mine in the end except to get in stone. In a game that is called Minecraft, this is just sad. Now I know adding an ore is always controversial, but there really needs to be something in the end to mine for. Even if it's just iron ore added into endstone, the end islands being made of pure endstone is just begging for an update. Fourth, food needs improving. In the end, the only thing on the menu is coarse fruit. Well, unless you scrape the bottom of an end city chest for some beetroot seeds, but where are you going to plant those in the end? There's no dirt. In a dimension where physics make no sense, we have an opportunity to add some crazy options for food. Fifth, there should be more blocks in the end. There are a grand total of nine building blocks found naturally in the end, with a few miscellaneous blocks not often used for building. I don't even have time to compare this number to those found in the nether and the overworld. Nine building blocks is not many. The end is basically starving for new blocks, both for building and for adding useful functions. Sixth, there should be more structures in the end. Right now there are only end cities and the obsidian pillars on the central island. There are so many good opportunities to add new structures to this dimension. Crash ships that have fallen from above, vast in-city complexes, in-gateways that are actual structures and not just a handful of blocks floating in the sky, and maybe some kind of structure that the Endermen live in. Finally, I think there should be something that allows the player to respawn in the end. The overworld has beds, and the nether now has respawn anchors. The end can make use of some new blocks that are craftable into some sort of respawn point. This could be some sort of variation on the end crystal. Maybe we can mine a new material, like void gems, and craft them into an obelisk. Right-click on the obelisk, and your end respawn point is set. And that brings us to the end of the episode. Over the next handful of episodes, I'm going to explore a hypothetical in-dimension update, and I would love to hear what you think and some of your ideas. Just shoot me a message at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. You can also connect with me on Twitter. My handle is rebeljc underscore 92. I hope to see you in the next episode. Until then, keep digging straight down.